Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 138 of the WW Bro Podcast. Uh, this week, it's a little something different for you people uh, listening at home, as well as everybody that usually watches on Facebook Live. The podcast was live on Facebook on Saturday night, and that's because I got to do something really great this week, and I got to go up to Rhode Island with my buddy John. You guys know him as J-Arp's Journey on Instagram. He was on the podcast a few weeks ago, about a month ago, and I got to hang out with my buddy Gormy. Gormy goes keto on Instagram if you follow him. If you don't, you should. And we got to do a farewell podcast. Gormy is moving to San Diego in a couple of days. So we drove up and gave him a send-off. And we recorded this episode, which is three guys sitting around having a blast, talking about our weight loss journeys, goofing on each other, of course. But, you know, it's really, you'll see three people from three different weight loss backgrounds with a lot of the same problems and securities, you know, fears. And together, uh, the the group of us, we've lost 782 pounds between us, which we joked about, you'll you'll hear in the podcast, that we probably couldn't have fit in the screen at that point. But what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, and this podcast has always been about that, is that you don't have to just do one thing. If something's not working, please go find something else. Just get yourself healthy and get yourself right. And, you know, that's the main thing. It's not about just doing WW or doing keto or a weight loss surgery. And maybe it's incorporating all three. So I want you to sit back, listen, and enjoy this podcast because I had so much fun recording it with these three. And I really hope you get something out of it. So without further ado, here it is. Welcome, everybody, to a special, very special podcast, the WW Bro Podcast, the Accountable Podcast, and the Fat Guy Forum. I'm here with Gormy, J. Arp's Journey, John, uh, or Jarp's Journey, as we've been calling him the whole day because it annoys him. But here, this is a, a kind of like a round table type of part in the pun. Is that a fat joke? I, so I, was just I feel, like, I feel like the fat jokes joke. have started already. That's the best joke I've made in uh, in six months. I, I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> I'm on board with that. I feel that. like the best joke I've made in six months now that, you know, comedy's kind of shut down in New York. But this is a, a special kind of podcast we're doing here. We're doing it live here at Gormy's parents' house. Uh, Gormy is actually moving to San Diego. That is true. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, we were always planning to do a podcast here from uh, Tammany Hall, the the bar and cigar bar you hang out at. And just never happened with COVID and everything. So when I heard you were moving and you you gave the date, I was like, okay, um, we got to come up. We got to actually do something here. And that's when I talked to uh, Gagoots over here. Yeah, so and, I had Anthony on the ALG water, podcast. Water destroying my I know. I just I, I moved it because I'm killing like, me, and I'm like, he probably won't so I had I, I had Anthony on the ALG podcast, and he had mentioned to me, I, you know, we were just talking about Gormy and how amazing he is and whatnot, and uh, I said that, you know, I was trying to get out to Rhode Island before Gormy made the big move, and he told me that he had made arrangements to come out here. You so got to talk on the mic there. Gotta, like this? Yeah. The I mean, if you have a podcast, you know that. I mean, my podcast is like this. I didn't know we were going to break balls now, but if we were break balls, <laughs> you could break balls. Anyway, so Anthony told me he was making the trip out to Rhode Island, and here I am. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice because we're sitting out here. We're, we're enjoying a cigar. 
and uh, we're going to chop it up a little bit. And it's and here, I mean, at this table here, I think we've all lost over 200 pounds, which if you think over 600 pounds yeah. lost between us. So a few years ago, we wouldn't all be able to fit here in the screen if you're watching on Facebook Live. <laughs> Correct. Very true. But now we can do it. That's one of the reasons. That's the reason why we lost the weight is really to. On your screen. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've had both these guys in my podcast before. I've been on theirs. But we'll do a quick rundown, I guess, of, you know, how we got to where we are. And, you know, why we started. So I'll start with, uh, you know, we'll do a little, uh, since he's a young one, we'll have him go first. Of you tell my story? Yeah, again? give a little backstory. Just a little uh, quick backstory. You need before age. Yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, if you don't know, my name is John Arpino. I used to be 510 pounds. Um, I almost lost my life in front of my family, and I decided to uh, change up my lifestyle. Uh, today I'm down 272 pounds. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I mean, guys like Gourmet, guys like Anthony, are people that kept me inspired through my journey and because of podcasts like uh you know the fat guy forum and you know ww bro podcast i've been able to kind of pave my own way and you know start my own podcast with my partner the accountable life group and we're just trying to help and inspire and hopefully someone listens to us and uh, changes their lives yeah that's i mean it's great 270 pounds is, is absolutely amazing and you said there you you, you know you're fighting with possible losing your life right. which is i think one of the reasons why everybody starts a weight loss journey to begin with because they, they do fear that but you actually had a real moment of like you know oh, oh yeah yeah I had, a, I had a emt look me dead in the eye and tell me i'm so sorry as they wheeled me out of my house so at that point i, I knew i had you know kind of messed up that's crazy that's i mean i didn't have anything that dramatic i i'm down right now currently 210 pounds at my heaviest i was 583 um which people, somebody actually posted on Facebook. I remember when you were 640. I'm like, I was never 640. Like, I, was, I, I said what I was. I mean, I, were you? Were you 640? I, I, no. I I'm pretty sure. I, I would admit it if I was 640. I wasn't a, I did a whole podcast could, where I revealed yeah, how my could, starting weight. How could they not know? Because you were the one Instagram that, you, on you kept your, your, your starting weight hidden from the world. For a long time. For a long time. It was like literally I think that's why I started following your story more because I was like, someday we're gonna know how, how fat this bastard was. Someday he's gonna reveal I mean, god damn, he will reveal it someday. I need to know. Yes. And then you started teasing us. You're like, I when teasing, I get to this yeah. point, I will. And then it was like dancing around, and then you were like down two hundred and then not down two hundred and then down two hundred and not it was there is so much drama in your weight loss it journey, I, and it, it keeps me riveted. I like to run it like a, like an episode of nine hundred two one zero. It's it's, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot going on. No, but what happened was I revealed it when I lost two hundred when I first hit two hundred down, and I did it because I was always ashamed of how much I weighed. And and when I first went back to WW again, and they had, you know, I the, the books at the time, and it wasn't all on your phone. So they had the book. I look in the book, and I saw five eighty three. Mm. I was like, Are you kidding me? So it was always something that I held close and was guarded about. And, and then I'm finally like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Well, and I'll do it at the two. I hit 200, and that'll be the episode. And it's my second most downloaded episode. Wow. Because when people actually DM me how much, what was your starting weight, I just send them the link. Mm. Such a Smart. snob. Yeah. Such it's a great, such a great snob. marketing. That is it, a fantastic really good. hot linking. It's genius. I think it's the great. kids call that hot linking. No, I'm not going to talk to you, but here's this link that you can find all, all that information out. Yeah. Why not? It's, it's you're, even, you're lucky I even opened your DM at this point. Well, that's like sending someone a let me Google it for you link. That, oh, that, yeah. That's Gourmet, my favorite thing Gourmet's, on the planet. That's the, the best. Because people DM Gourmet some random stuff, and he'll just be like, why don't you just Google that answer? <laughs> I've never heard of steak. What exactly is a steak? 
Well, yeah, it's something, something like that, I guess. But no, it's um. So I, I joined. I'll be right back. I joined. Uh, oh, we had a little uh, technical difficulty here. The dog. But no, I joined WW back uh, May first, twenty seventeen. I I didn't have like a moment when I was being wheeled out. I thought I was gonna have to be wheeled out. I I had like one of those meals where it was full into your throat, and I couldn't breathe. And it was just getting to the point where I couldn't walk around anymore. And I was like, I have two choices. I can either you know get the surgery or I could try to do this again for the millionth time. Man, well, easy way out. No, I don't think it, it scares me. It's it honestly scared me always. You know, sur- it's surgery. It's they're going in and they're messing with your body. Of course. No, I listen. John had the me. surgery. I had the surgery. John, well, we'll get to, I was going to get to that's that. That's why he's mocking himself. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want any of your people watching this live to think that, that John's just an Bash ass. Yeah, no. no, he's oh, not. He's, for he's, other reasons. Yeah. He's, yeah, we'll get into that later. So that's really my story. And, uh, Gorm, if you want to give a little background sure. on, on you. Well, um, I'll, I'll say, luckily, I, I have not had surgery nor was I as massively overweight as Anthony was. Um, I mean, you were <laughs> you were 583 pounds. I honestly, I don't think I could imagine being that heavy. I was only, I was just a scant 540 pounds at my heaviest. It was, it was nowhere near. I mean, wow. I mean, I, I'm. You guys make my five ten seem like so, a measly little nothing. I am so <laughs> proud that you're still here. I mean, like, I am excited for you. I that think you're most still people here. are. I mean, I, mean, like, that's, <laughs> I think his whole family is very happy. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I was 540 pounds at my heaviest. I lost all of the weight in 2010, 2011, 2012. In 2013, May of 2013, I was 210 pounds from 540. And six months later, I'd gained 270 pounds back. Say so, that one more time. How many months? Um, actually, it was five and a half months I gained 270 pounds, which honestly, oh I feel like is a Guinness record. But Obviously. because I don't have a weigh-in at a doctor, it can't be proven to them. So, but I swear to God, like that's you lost definitely owed something. I broke some land speed something. records there, but <laughs> so I got back up into the high four hundreds. I think the only thing that kept me from getting to five forty or five eighty three, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's, that's, that's was the weight. rampant blood sugar issues going on in my body. I was clearly pre-diabetic and eventually probably full-blown untreated diabetic, and I knew I was going to die. You know, like all of us, like. Yeah. I knew that was coming. I was, you know, severely food addicted and probably still am. Um, oh, yeah. And decided that I wanted to live for the first time in my life, but knew that I couldn't do it the same way I did it before. And it, it's never, for me, I honestly believe it's not about what tool you use to lose your weight. You, if you don't get your head right, if you don't work on your mindset, you don't understand what's motivating you and what's driving you and, like, stay focused on that. So I put that together and I, I you know, dropped the weight again. And, you know, I'm, I'm back down over, you know, down 300 pounds. But, that, that's amazing. You know, it's so, absolutely wild. He went to lost, the top of the yeah, mountain. He's, to the lost, mountain, he's the, the king. He's lost more than all of us. Uh, but, I mean, it, it's – I shouldn't have regained it in the first place. It's like, no. honestly, like the – it's you – know, I, I, I understand it. From, I get though. it. But it's like – it's this idea that, like, you know, you shouldn't have to go through it. I mean, like, I discovered along the way that I had a heart attack at some point and didn't know it. That's, like, yeah. I mean, crazy. like, there's there's all of these things going on, right. you know, like, that we can live with. And I, th- I think that's one of the, the worst things. I mean, look at the fact that we're three people sitting here that were over 500 pounds, and we were there for a while. Yeah. yeah. It uh, wasn't like you, you were over 500 pounds, and all of a sudden you were like, holy crap, I need to do something. I, I was over 500 pounds for almost um, almost 10 years. I mean, it was it's and it's scary to think about that, oh, yeah. like, you know. 
You know, I, I knew I was 500 pounds probably 2010. So seven years before I did something, I, I, was, well, I was well over 500 pounds. And I lost weight in between before. Like, you, you know, you're saying, you know, you lose, because you never, you hit the nail on the head, but you never fix upstairs. Right. The head is really what you have to get the mindset done. Because between 22 and 23, I dropped 150 pounds. And I was in the best shape of my life. It was the thinnest I ever was as an adult. And I never fixed upstairs. And then it just, it came back on fast. I couldn't believe how fast it was coming back on. And then plus more. Um, so I probably gained 200 pounds in less than a year. And then, you know, a year That's and a half, bad. maybe. You could do it in two months. You I could do it. You could, if you pushed, you could have done it a little faster. Well, you know me. I, I, I like to be lazy with it. Um, and then I lost 100 pounds <laughs> for my brother's wedding in 2000, from 2011 to 12. Mm-hmm. Or it was, yeah, it was 2011 to 12. And then I just gained that right back afterwards. I mean, it never, until you fix upstairs. You guys are making me jealous. I feel like I need to gain my weight back to lose it again. Well, you're so young. I mean, yeah, you're, you, you're, let's <laughs> be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. Thanks, guys. You, you, you got plenty of time ahead of you, boy. <laughs> Let me tell you what the future holds for I got a lot left in the You're tank. Doing, the, way you, the way I was watching you eat cheese tonight, don't worry. It's coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. I, I thought that surgery cut your stomach off. Don't worry. Yeah. And, Five years ago. And that skin removal surgery is going to leave you with some hefty love handles, is all we're going to say. Because when you have the surgery and you regain the weight, it comes back in different places. Yeah. So uh, what I learned tonight is that. I get an ass. Anyway. Bariatric surgery. Cheese is the kryptonite. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. You're not lying. Not lying. There was, I, I, single-handedly, I think he took down about two to three pounds of cheese. Probably. Yeah, it's a good thing. You know, we're in Rhode Island, the cheese state. No, I don't know. Is it? No, absolutely that's Wisconsin. Not. I think no. that's Wisconsin. I know. I'm just, I'm just We're kidding. in Providence, Rhode Island, everybody. But Home yeah, me. we came up to Pro- Providence, Rhode Island, which everybody was asking me, like, you know, oh, where are you going in Rhode Island? I said, Providence. Oh, what part? Uh, Providence. I, I don't know. There's, is there different sections to Providence? There are, actually. There's 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 many different sections. But it's like the smallest state in the well, Union. Well, the funny thing is, so here's here's one of the interesting things for those people out there who don't know. So there's Providence, and when you're in Providence, there's the east side of Providence, the west side, the north side, the south side. There are two other cities in Rhode Island also called North Providence, oh. but that is not the north end of Providence. That's okay. North Providence, the city. And then there is East Providence, which is not the east side of Providence. It's another city called East Providence. This is why it's all Providence. Yeah. It makes no sense. So wh- where, which, which Providence is it the Farrelly Brothers movies take place? Um, that's Providence proper. That would be Providence proper. Proper. Yeah. Yeah. Properly and proper. And they are mostly, mostly filmed on the east side because that's where all the rich people live. Oh, really? Shout out some, to Brown University. If some right. of their movies don't look like the rich people neighborhoods. Yeah, they're not. They're probably in the there's 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 other hoods to film. In. All right, but literally, you're talking about just a couple square miles. So, really, is it hard to move the camera that far? No, no, no. it's no, not. No, no. But no, it was a great drive up here, and uh, I brought all my food too. I felt bad. You got you wanted to go to, like to a restaurant and stuff, and I, I felt bad like I'm ruining your time. Um, it was cute. He ate breakfast, you know, sit next to me out of a little tub of water. We had a really <laughs> we had a nice time. I had a little cup of coffee. He didn't offer me any of his banking because it was already weighed out, but, you know, it's okay. Oh, well, it's waiting. Let's be realistic. Whether yeah. you brought food with you or not, you were going to ruin today. Okay, good. I'm, yeah. I don't want to disappoint in right. Listen, I figured we were going to have a nice car ride up. We were going to talk the whole time. At least out there with a miserable puss on his face the whole ride. You say are such words. a liar. I listened to every little story you had. Yeah. Now, I have a, I have a question. In the, I, have a que- yeah. I have a question about the car ride, and I'm sure this is yeah. not what people want to know about. But how many times did John have you read his Instagram comments to him <laughs> well, and type replies? That's what I was doing. That's I mean, why I, I put something in the I'm going to need you to hold this phone, and I'm going to need you to reply to some comments. And he's like, make sure you tell him it's J-Ops. Yeah. 
Can we let the curse on this thing? No, uh, oh, we can't, no, right? You shouldn't. Oh, yeah. We've done it already, like, probably oh, you a dozen have, times. You, you notice how I have a truck yet driver. Being because adult. you sweared so much on my podcast. So sweared? Is that a word? Yeah. I don't know. All I know is, Best. how many Best. times today did he ask you to write a firecracker and a rocket emoji? So many. I, I It's on my phone permanently now, and I, I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> it's like now those are always going to pop up in your recents now forever. Yeah, it's funny. Like I was gonna actually put a thing up, like when we were driving up, like I'm riding up with Jay Arps to Rhode Island, uh, over under how many times he says "cuzzy." Mm. Listen, cuz, <laughs> you better stop it right now. We're gonna end this podcast. There's a reason why I got uh, separate rooms here. You know, it's a, I got a hotel with two 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 bedrooms. It's really beautiful, guys. We have a nice little living room together, a fireplace. Fireplace. We're gonna put on casino later, and we're gonna do each other's nails. It's gonna be fun. They're down by the airport in Warwick, Rhode Island, in scenic Warwick, Rhode Island. Oh yes, we're in Warwick. What kind of neighborhood is that? There's a Longhorns. Yeah, you're not. It's not. You're, you're near the airport, so oh, like, there's kind of there's probably a lot of hookers. Wow. Which you know, I, yeah, listen, no now, both of you. Now we're talking. Not a bad, not a bad evening ahead. Now we're having. This is gonna be a better night. Uh, I mean, we're excited about it. No, I, uh, listen, that's not what I do. I've never. I don't. You're gonna no. kick me out of the bed for a hooker, really? No, you could. Yeah, it's two bedrooms. Two bedrooms. You're in your own I room. I really thought that's other, you know. He's locking the door. Wait, one was just for the clothes and one was going to sleep in? Yeah. No. Oh, that's that's the reason working. I got two rooms. That's, oh. This isn't that kind of podcast. Oh. No, it's not the kind keep of podcast. That, keep that over on yours. Oh, my, my bad. But, uh, <laughs> no, but staying on track today was very important to me. Uh, so, I, I, I always, you know, when I go somewhere now, I bring all my food. I'm like a, I'm like a bag lady. I, I come with a bag of food. Do you guys do that at all, or are you even, like, that conscious of, like, you know? I feel know... in the beginning I was, because I had to bring weight out food and, uh, you know, stuff that I could eat, because when I first started my journey, I, I, I still, to this day, don't eat bread or anything. So I had to have my little grilled chicken, my broccoli rob. That was it. That's all I really ate was grilled chicken, broccoli rob, and then eventually Steve got me to eat rice, which was a tooth and nail battle. Is, it, is that your stomach can't handle it with the surgery? It, it's not that it couldn't handle it. It was I got a set of rules you know, before going into bariatric surgery, okay. and it was like, don't eat carbs for a year. Don't eat soda for a year. Really? Don't do this. Yeah, so I kind of took that whole don't do this for a year for almost don't do it for life. Like, to this day, I still don't drink anything with bubbles in it just because, you know, it gives me agita. Okay. I, see, I didn't understand. Like, I, I understand a lot of people I know that had the surgery have told me kind of like the same right. rules and stuff. But then, like, I see people have had it. They're drinking the seltzers. They're yeah. drinking beer. They're drinking... Soda again, there's like your stomach after a while, it's okay to have that stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, just like anything else, your your stomach is going to eventually restretch. Yeah. You know, it's just natural and that's why there is this scary thing called revision surgery. And that's why a lot of the time instead of getting um full um gastric bypass, they'll start you off with the gastric sleeve. Because okay. they're actually giving you that safety net in case you you know, you give up and you have to get revision, they can quickly turn that sleeve into a bypass. Now, what does revision mean? Like, is it going to go back in again? Do it again. Get it again. That's That scares me. And, you, Gorman, you went with keto. That was your... Uh... I, I, I I go keto. <laughs> trying to Gorman, just, I, was, I was trying to make a, a, goes a keto. something good on my handle. But, no, oh, okay. keto. Yeah, no, keto's my thing. And, like, I, I spent a long keto. time um, bringing my own food. And, mm -hmm. I mean, well, I mean, let's be honest. Like... You know, if you're someone that really likes food, which I'm someone who really likes food, I, I don't think you're over 500 pounds if you don't really like food. I think we're both um, all in that category. One of the things, there probably were ways sometimes that I could have eaten the food that other people were eating, mm -hmm. you know, like had right, you know, the right portions or whatever. But when your food is limited, especially when you're cutting calories, because that is a part of the ketogenic diet, even if people want to try to say it's not. Right. Um, yeah. 
I want to make sure that I enjoy the food that I'm eating and that it's cooked the way I like it cooked and seasoned the way I like it seasoned. And so often I would bring my own food just to make sure that I was going to be able to hit the ingredients I wanted to hit. I don't want to, you know, like I'm not big on seed oils and things along those lines. So yeah, I wanted right. to make sure it was cooked in what I wanted it cooked in. And I, you know, something I've, I've talked with, like I work as a coach now and, you know, I've talked with a lot of my clients. I'm like, there were times where, you know, like my, the, my, we're visit, you know, we're at my parents' house right now. There were often times where I would finish my food because I, I intermittent fast. And I know that's something you're doing yep. a lot now, but I'm a little bit different with my intermittent fasting. Like I was not a wait as long in the day to eat and then kind of have a window of like noon to six or noon to seven or whatever. I was more um, a seven or eight to noon. So I was eating. Oh, okay. all, really? I was because I found for me because one of the things that I found for me with like my food obsession was if I had more food coming later in the day, I spent the day folks fixated on that food coming. If I got the food out of the way, as it were, then I could focus on other things and not have that, that food be there. So there were times where I would have all my food eaten, and my family would call and say, oh, we're doing a big family dinner. We're all going yeah. here for dinner. Do you want to come? And I would go, and I would have sit and have sparkling water with lemon or lime in it okay. and just sit there with them and not eat. Cool. And I think it's one of those things like – I think one of – you know, not to go on a rant about it, but I think too often people are looking for a way to lose weight where they're never going to – they expect that they're never going to be hungry. Right. And they expect that they're never going to want to, you know, that's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And realistically, if you have weight to lose, you're going to be hungry. Yeah. Because as human beings, being hungry is okay. Right. It's just that we teach ourselves that it's not okay to be hungry, so we eat all the time. Yeah, hunger's like, bad, man. Hunger, hunger is not a bad thing. Debilitating hunger where you can't function is a bad thing. Right. Like, that's a bad thing. And you should be eating a diet that satiates you. But the idea that, you know, it's been, you know, five or six hours since you ate and you're getting hungry. Right. That's not bad. You know, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. And see what I see. What I like about fasting. I like to eat. I eat a window between eleven and six or seven. But usually, I try to cut off at at uh, six and get a seventeen hour fast. Um, what I like about it, though, is that see, for me, I will eat a lot in the morning, and then like at night. So I try to cut it off from where my problem areas were. Right. So if my first meal is at eleven. I'm then full. So by the time I am ready for dinner now and I'm then I eat again, it actually can hold me then till to the next morning. And for me though, if I cut it off at 12, that's me that's too many hours for me that I'm awake that I'm not eating and not even that I'm hungry. So I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about food. I'm thinking about food. Well, uh, yeah, cuz that's the food addict of me. I I, I want to keep food in my face every 5 seconds, which is that why something I never thought intermittent fasting would work for me. Right. But it's actually it's helped me a lot rein in that structure. And the same thing with cal- uh, calorie counting with it as well. You said a lot of people on keto don't monitor the calories. And it's the same thing on WW. But, I mean, weight loss is simple in the fact that it's calories in, calories out. And without a caloric deficit, you're not going to lose weight. Right. It's a simple thing of it. And, that's, and, the thing is, and the thing that's interesting, like, I think the thing that people don't necessarily get is I'm, I'm not staying up as late as most people are staying up because I was getting, I'm getting up to go to the gym. You know, back before COVID and all everything schedules changed early. and everything, I was getting up at quarter of four. Right. You know, I was at the gym by four thirty, so I'm going to bed seven o'clock sometimes. Yeah, yeah I'd always you know, notice like, you were going to bed like like seven, eight, eight o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, like I I was normally in bed and asleep by eight o'clock. Yeah, I used I'd to talk to Gormy in like seven forty five. Be like, all right, bud, can't talk to you anymore. I'm going to bed now. Yeah. What's that like going to bed that early? It's amazing. Is it Literally, really? It's, it's the most amazing thing. I have too much FOMO to go to bed that early. What? I too much FOMO. Yeah, I, I know what FOMO is. You're of missing out. I'm oh. 47. I don't care what anyone else is doing. Yeah, I don't care. I I'm 41. I don't care what anyone else is doing either. I just you know, like watch like sports and TV. And well, stuff that's like the that. thing. Is like I, to be, and this is where people will tune out on me. But 
I don't really watch TV. Like, I don't really watch oh, TV. Yeah. Well, I don't watch live TV. I would TV. say, like, I watched, like, up until COVID, mm-hmm. I probably watched, on average, two hours of television a month. Really? Yeah. I know you're a big reader. Uh, yeah, you know, I you, read and I listen to podcasts. And so I'm not. Not my podcast, but other podcasts. Right. Oh, yeah. no, I, well, he only I, listens to his podcast. I, yeah. I don't know if you know that. I also, just so you guys know, I have not listened. This is on it. This is the honest Oh, truth. no, I know it is. I haven't listened to the episodes of your, your shows that I have been on. Because I hate oh, I've never listened. myself talk. Well, never I, I don't listen to, to my yeah. own podcast. I didn't yeah. listen to the ones I was on yours either because well, of that same you, you're reason. You're not missing out on much when you're not listening to, the, to, to yourself like, right. or me. I know like, they're probably the most downloaded episodes you both have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Might have been the most ex-back guest on Gourmet's podcast. Well, Who, yours? That was the one where you don't talk into the microphone? No, I said... I, no, the one where I absolutely <laughs> do not talk to me. I had, I had decided I wanted to hurt some other people, so I made up a story that John was the most requested guest. Oh, no, you made up that no, story? I didn't oh, now I'm sorry. It was true. Oh, you were but, well. I, you were actually people had, when I had one time, even before we started, like you know, we're friends. I put up a thing who we want me on the podcast, and your name came up a, a bunch of times. So really? I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Wow, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I'll have you guys know I've never put up a poll like that a day in my life, but I did reach out to you guys to have you on the podcast. Yes, you oh, did. Don't worry, you've put up a poll many times. I put up many polls. My favorite right now is this or that. I like to do that. A lot of people like to get involved in whether you like oh, you one thing or the other. Let's talk about that. Now. Oh wow, yeah. I'm, I it got went a over, for you right over now. his head. It did. It it went did. way over his head. He's young. He's, He's a right. very young man. He's he doesn't understand. How late are you allowed to stay up? Like you're. I, I got to put. It, I got permission tonight for eleven thirty. Nice. Okay. You, you you're checking to see like you have a, you have a notification. I was told, to told to I had to put him in bed by a certain time. Uh, if I, understood. If I, if I I'm babysitting him actually right. on this trip. That's what's going on. He. It's funny. I learned today also to get off the weight loss subject for a second. Um, everybody in his family's got a personalized license plate. <laughs> I do too, though. You do? I have a personalized license plate. Yeah, it's do not you? my name. It says um, "Local Recording Stop." Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Long. So uh, my my license plate is Crypto with a K because it's named after my car is named after Superman's dog, which is awesome. Okay. Um, so, but what I didn't realize was. You know, cryptocurrency has become such a big thing. Oh, so people think people <laughs> assume that I'm some like crypto trader, yeah. and I'm worried about my car getting broken into. Like my shitty 2006 Chevy Aveo <laughs> is getting going to get broken into because people think I'm rich, and I'm like, no. But I will say this is the funny thing: every time anyone has ever mentioned my car's my license plate, it's always been in the, in the context of cryptographic currency or cryptogen. I don't know, whatever it is. Right. So. I was at the UPS store the other day, and a guy came out with a hand truck to help me get some boxes. And he goes, people must ask you to buy that license plate off you all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't deal crypto in cryptocurrency. And he goes, what do you mean? I, I don't know what that is. And I go, well, what do you think that means? He goes, that's Superman's dog. And I was like, that is a sign that I'm doing the right thing. There leaving. you go. Like, that's the, my sign, going to the UPS store, shipping all my stuff. There it is. They earn my business. You see, I didn't even know that. Uh, Superman had a dog. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. But yours is, is your Instagram so, handle. So, yeah, my, my license plate is JARP with a J, you know, not, not crypto with a K. And uh, my mother's he's license plate. He's an aspiring SoundCloud rapper, yeah. apparently. And uh, my mother's is Mama E. That's what Shout I said Shout out to, to Mama him. E I if she's like, watching. She probably is. It's on Facebook. So. Like, is that a good rap name? Is J, JARP? Is yeah, that it? It's JARP. With a little dash in the New York State you know logo is the dash. You know what your handle reminds me of? And I don't know if you saw this movie or not. I don't know if anybody saw it. This is going to just, again, prove my love for, like, rom-coms and chick flicks and stuff like that. Um, and that thing you do, the original, the name of the, the band is The Wonders. But originally they spelt it O-N-E, like one. Oh. Like the Beatles have, like, beat yeah. you know, in their name. And everyone called them the O-Neaters. 
And to me, like people call you, that's what I hear. Like when people like Jarp Sharon. Oh, when they call like, me Jarps. He's like, no, it's not Jarps. It's not Jarps. And like it's confusing. It's not confusing. It's, it's very, was, very easy. When John was five hundred and ten pounds, his his street name was Little Jarps. I thought it would have been like that. I feel like that's appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> Lil L I L. Yeah, Lil, it was Lil, Lil Jarps. Jarps. Nah, Jarps. I, when I, when I was big though, I was Big J. I hated that. Yeah. I I, that. I um in school, I started calling myself Heavy D. Did you? They called me Brucey because of the kid who eats the chocolate cake and the <laughs> That sucked. I don't know if you know who Heavy D is. He was of course a, I know who okay. Heavy D is. Well, listen, I don't know. How, I don't know. Think how. that I live in a cave. I don't know how. Um, what you know, nineties rap you listen to, but I just started calling myself that. So it was a name that people can call me and still refer to my weight and not make up their own. Right. Like this way. That's why he was like, "Okay, I got it covered already." And yeah. it's ammunition out the gun. You can't and shoot it's me. It's kind of cool because it's there was a rapper named Heavy D, and like, so I was like, "Okay, it's it's better than whatever you're gonna come up with." I actually. I, I have a picture on my Instagram of me and Little John, and I always make the caption "Little John and Big John." Yeah, I hate be I hated being called Big Guy. Yeah, that's uh, big fella. Did you Did you like that at all? I didn't. Mind you, it. you like Cuz? Cuzzy? Cuzzy? No, I don't like Cuzzy either. So well, I mean, to be fair, like I lived like <laughs> as much as I knew my weight was killing me. I yeah. like I adopted the big guy identity. Like I liked like my the the thing with my friends. Like they knew like especially. You know, if we're hanging out like at Tammany, where we're gonna go later. Yeah. If another big guy came in the bar, I right. would be like, I need to fight that guy because this bar only can have one fat guy. You are only allowed one resident fat guy per bar, and he is not taking my spot. Can you that get into a bastard. Fat guy tonight. What? I would love to watch you get into a fight with a fat guy tonight. Well, I mean, if you push your luck, I'm gonna get into a fight with you. you can <laughs> go down and you want there. Big <laughs> J. Big J. Big old G. Let me see what you learned in wrestling school. <laughs> Come here, kid. <laughs> That sounds more like a conversation the two of you are going to have later. To Probably, yeah. 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 I'm going to be like, we're going to be laying this by like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Jarp. Well, no, I think <laughs> Jarp, you awake? You awake, Jarp? To... Show, me a, talk? show me a, a, a we'll talk about Slamboree '97. I want to know what an arm part feels like. Oh God, that's this went dark fast. <laughs> um, to take away, you know, like to to take it back to the topic at hand. Yeah, is there really a topic at hand? I was, I, I think I was bullied, bullied so harshly in in grammar school, like in in like my younger years, up until seventh grade, like so very harshly. Like there was, and the, the funny thing is, like there was a ring of bullies in my Catholic school. Wow, they were led by a, a girl, uh, and girls so every time I would that. go to the principal or my teacher and say that I was getting bullied. <laughs> They would basically say, you're going to let a girl push you around? And that was the response. Yes. Well, here's the funny, here's the story where it takes a little bit of a twist. She eventually got kicked out of school for threatening a teacher with violence. And four months after that, was arrested because she attempted to kill her mother. Oh, my God. Wait, did you ask the teacher, how are you going to let a little girl bully you? No, that's what the teacher said to her. I know, but did you throw it back at them? I should have. But I wasn't smart enough at that point. (laughs) No, so I, when I, so by the time when I, we moved when I went into eighth grade and I decided when I went into eighth grade that like I was going to not let that happen. Right. So I just embraced being, you know, being at that point, I embraced being, you know, bigger. I embraced okay. what I was doing. Like it was what it was. I don't feel you like know, you never, really had a choice though. Well, you know I mean, yeah, like yeah. I don't think it, it ever was something that, you know, I didn't, I did my best to not let it hold me back. You know, I ran for class office. I right. did all of those things. Like it was like, okay, this is just going to be a part of who I am. Like, and you. And, like, I know, like, you and I have talked about this, Anthony. Like, if you make the joke first, other people can't make the joke. You take the power yeah, away. Right. So I got really good at making the joke first. You cool. know, I was going to make the jokes about what I was eating and, you know, my size and the fat guy walking into the bar. Like, you know, all of that. So. Well, you see, the thing, like you said about the bullying, and I think maybe that's why. I mean, I always lived, like, you know, the, I was the big guy and I accepted that role. 
but I was more sensitive about it because I was never bullied that bad. Like I never, I got, of course I get, you know, kids make jokes and this and that, but it wasn't to the lucky one, huh? Yeah. I I really, you know, I was because, and maybe one of the things is that I had a sharp tongue where like, if somebody said something, I had to come back for it. Of course. And, but I just, you know, I played sports. I was good at sports. Uh, what, you know, my brother likes to point out I wasn't as good as him, but whatever. Um, never had the makings of a varsity. I never athlete. had the makings of a varsity athlete. And I, my brother, to the, you ask him to this day, he he thinks he is the, well, he'll say it, he's the greatest Little League baseball player of all time. Wow. I mean, I've actually heard that. <laughs> You've heard that. And here's here's the thing. People have actually. Oh, you got yeah, movie truck. Come on, what's going on with you? You don't know where to park the car. Ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of a break from Big J. Yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell Excuse the story me. about my brother. Yeah, so let's put it down on the table there, just lightly. There we go. Put it down. Um, so my 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 brother's wife was going somewhere. I forget what it was, and and she's like, "Di Domenico, are you? Is it Mike Di Domenico? Have any chance?" She's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's my husband." He goes, "He's like the greatest little league baseball player of all time." So it's actually documented. But like, when I'm getting back to the, my point. Is that I never really had that bullying situation where um, I had to develop like a thick skin. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still very sensitive about it to this day, and I think that's one of the reasons why, when it came to announcing my starting weight, I was so guarded with it. Right. Because like you, almost like it's like you. This is it. This is who I am, and I right. weigh this amount, and there's nothing. Who cares? But to me, it was always that thing where I was like, it was a, it was a shield, and I never wanted anybody to know because I was I was embarrassed by it. Oh, I understand, and and that's like I, I think like the like you're saying the difference like. If you, like, you go to my Instagram account now, and it's about, like, my weight loss journey yeah. and health and helping people. But if you scroll back on that same account three years, four years, it's a very different page. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a sideshow of, like, my what my fat life was like. It was very much about, you know, kind of pushing back against people and pushing buttons and telling fat jokes and, you know, putting it out there so that, you know, other people wouldn't be able to come at me about yeah. it because I was coming at it first. Like, it was like, that was the identity. And the funny thing is, like, I have a lot of people following me who were following me then. Okay. You know? And I, some of them actually have said they followed me then with, like, a morbid curiosity to see how long I was going to live, you know, to see if I wasn't going to make it. Yeah. You know, like, they were kind of like, you're, you're probably going to die. But it also, like, that's why, like, I post wild before pictures. I have some pretty, like, insane. You have the best before pictures yeah. because you actually took some great pictures. Like, you the one I like is always the one with the cake on your face. Oh, yeah. Or where you're sitting there with the cake on your stomach. Yeah. Like, and it's like, no, these are pictures you took. Like, you oh, actually yeah. choose to take these pictures. And, again, and now you have them for that reason, which is, is did you know you were going to do that? Or is that Well, like, I posted uh, them on Instagram. Those are all pictures that I posted oh, on those my are account. pictures. those aren't pictures you just took. No, to yeah, they, oh, weren't, okay. they weren't before pictures that I staged. Like, those were pictures I took and posted on Instagram. My account used to be called Gormandizer. Because okay. my last name's Gorman, and the word Gormandize means to eat voraciously, so okay. I felt like it was perfect. Um, I see you got big words there. I don't know yeah, what that it's, means. it's a very much. It's very much. Very I had I had to look it up. I I didn't know that that's what it meant. Actually, it was someone else. Uh, one of my one of my friends was like, you know, the word Gormandize means to eat voraciously. That sounds like you, and like that's where like that that handle came from. But yeah, like I said, my account was very different. It was very much like this is what I'm doing. You know, am I getting four Big Macs tonight? So you're going to see a picture of four Big Macs. Yeah, like you, know? you got like the, the the pictures are insane. The ones you took, you know, oh, yeah. it's now it's great because you have those before pictures. Um, but you know, like you're saying about the whole thing, people followed you to see if you were going to live. Right. You know, with the comics, a lot of the comics would like joke around, like you know, oh, I got him for 38 or 39. And, mm. Like in my 41st birthday, one of my best friends, uh, comedian John Ziegler, sent me a text message. I just lost, I I just lost more money. 
Mm. You know, because I, I hit 41. So it's like, it's, which, you know, we, we can joke about right. it. And comics always do. We, we joke about the sickest things. I was actually telling uh, John some of the things that people said in, in green rooms on, on the way up. But it's true. It's like, you know, you kind of build that wall. And like you did, you built your wall was that, okay, I'm going to own it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there. And what are you going to say? I'm here taking a picture of right. four Big Macs. Right. Like I, I like that. Yeah, I, I'm. There's literally nothing you could say to me to shame me. Like right. there's yeah. no way to there's no way to fat shame me when I'm taking a picture. Yeah, it can't you be. Know, hey, you're that fat because you eat four Big Macs. I'm balancing yeah. a pumpkin pie on my stomach <laughs> and taking a picture. It's more like oh, I think the reaction people have is more like oh, okay, that he happened. Likes that pumpkin. Pie. Oh wow, that. And the funny thing is now, like when I post that picture, people because I I've shared it a couple times, people will be like, is that pumpkin pie? Did you did you eat the whole pumpkin pie? Because I've just always dreamt of having my own pumpkin pie, and I'm like, you well, you did fat wrong did, if you yeah. never had your own pumpkin did, pie. Did you did you tell the story while I was out front about uh, the whole Thanksgiving dinner that you once made yourself with desserts? No, I oh, that's my that story. favorite story of all time. Please tell it. It is a good story. So very quickly, elevator speech. Just one for you guys. Uh, the Thanksgiving dinner is my favorite meal of the year, and when I was younger. And my parents hosted Thanksgiving. My mom hosted Thanksgiving. There was always those great leftovers around. And then, you know, families changed. Things split up. Dinners happened in different places. And I just didn't have those leftovers around. And so I missed them to the point that I had started this tradition of cooking Thanksgiving dinners for myself. And it started with just, like, making, you know, copying a couple of recipes. And I had one year where I was, I was working as a residence hall director at a college so I was required to be on campus for duty for the day after Thanksgiving. So there was an actually like a college official around. And I decided that was the day I was going to make my own Thanksgiving feast. So I, I cooked a seven-pound turkey. I made mashed potatoes, a five-pound bag of mashed potatoes. Yes, he did. I made a full recipe of my stepmother's meat stuffing. I made a full recipe of my grandfather's bread stuffing. I made corn, buttered corn. I made green bean casserole. I made sweet potatoes with marshmallows. I made homemade bread and gravy, and I made two pies. And from 4 o'clock in the afternoon till the time I went to bed, I ate the entire thing. All yeah, of it. All of it. The whole thing. Yeah, I mean, like you said before, if you, you were never fat unless you sat down with a pie and a fork. Right. I mean, because I've done that too in the, in the past. Like It's like you buy it, you go to the store, get a cake or pie if you're choosing, and you just open the, the box, and yeah. you just sit there and you and indulge. Most of the time it was in my car because then, like, you know, I'm not going to throw it out at home. I think food, food to me, that was where, that was my secret spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was the car. Um, especially when I then, like, when I was in relationships and, and actually I lived with somebody at one point, you know, my health was always in question because not because they wanted me to lose weight for the physical, because they, they fell in love with me as, the, you know, I was a big guy. That wasn't the issue. The issue is now we're building a life. And are you going to be around for that? And I mm-hmm. want you around. That's why they do, they wanted me to get healthy. So at one point, my ex was made when I was living with her. She was making me like food. She would make me like really healthy lunches and food, and I would eat that. But it also the place next door, I would order like they had rainbow cookie cake. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can you send that over? Huh. And they're like a piece. I'm like, no. I mean, I like to, I want to take it home. I got I don't know if I get... And during the day, I would just be cutting away at that pie or milkshakes or burgers and. Then I would get home from work, and I wouldn't be hungry because I literally ate my whole day at work. And she's like, how are you hungry? I sent you with a sandwich and an apple. 
And like you had, like, you know, the food I sent you with, you should be very hungry at this point. You should be hungry at the point now it's time to eat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm just full. Maybe I'm, it's working. Yeah, the maybe sandwich, I'm, maybe it's working. That sandwich and that apple were very Yeah, it's delicious. I don't know what you did in that sandwich, The huh? turkey, the protein <laughs> in that was absolutely amazing. Why is there why, why is there frosting on your eyebrows? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have about. no idea. But so, no, you're right. Like, I, I think you're right. It's like that idea, like, I'm very much, like, I've talked to a lot of guys on my podcast who are not sneak eaters. You know, are not the kind of the hidden eaters, but oh, I, I loved. Yeah. There was nothing I loved more than that sneak eating. Like oh, when yeah. I turned sixteen, like being able to drive, yeah, drive, um, you know, drive my car, you know, go to a drive-through, like all of those things. And there are even some, what's it called, um, bakeries here in Providence that, like, I would order a cake and have them write something on it for someone. Oh, that's I wanted genius. that cake, like. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, I would do the whole, uh, you know, walk up to the front of the line and pretend that I was getting other people's orders together as I rambled off, you know, what I wanted off the value meal and, and whatnot. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're recording, so you can no, we're talk. recording. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. Do you want no, me to go check but, and see if something's wrong with it? Um, no, we just keep, keep going and it's going to come back up. Well, if it doesn't, but you just keep talking like in the podcast. Well, we should talk. We should talk. So I would, you know, I would go, I would go to McDonald's or Taco Bell, and you know, I would order something seven, wrong eight it's different gone. things, and act like you know I was trying to remember everyone else's order that I was supposedly going to hang oh, out yeah. with. When really it was, I was ordering you know thirty eight dollars of Taco Bell just for myself, and then sitting in my car in the parking lot alone. And I remember I would drive under. So in in the Taco Bell parking lot, there was a big light, you know, a big lamppost, and I would park two spots over from that. Because you couldn't see inside the car then. And yeah. I would just sit and I would stuff my face with as much Taco Bell as humanly possible, dust off all the crumbs, hop out the car really quick, do a little shake off, get back in the car, and then drive home, and then probably hit the snack drawer as soon as I got home. Understood. I mean, like, I, I've also told I've told the story many times on my podcast and our other shows, like, driving to dinner with the family one night, Right. Um, I ate eight Big Macs in the car on the way. Eight yeah. Big Macs? Eight Big Macs, huh? Yeah, I... I um, I've never it had was, a Big it Mac. It was on a deer, and I was on my way to dinner with the family, and I wanted to make sure I had enough food, so I decided I was going to – and this was also back when you could get two Big Macs, I think, for $3 right. was the sale they did. Right. So it was really not spending as much money as you might think. Uh, <laughs> but for me, you know – and that honest, I, I'd love to say that was the only time that I got eight Big Macs. Like the sneak – I was – like I said, sneak eating was my, was my thing. Right. And it almost felt like – my it's a high, it was a high. It was like, and I explained it to people as you know what food addiction is. It is like a drug addiction, right? It it is you know, and people will throw that to the side, like, no, it's not. You don't have to eat, uh, you, you know, you don't have to eat like that. Like, no, I don't have to eat like that. No, but yeah, but I have to eat, right? So food became like my drug, and I I really attribute it to people, attribute it to when people you know go like to a place and they're getting you know um whatever they're on there if they're taking you know heroin or cocaine mm-hmm. and they're um you know then they go to their place and they do that that's what food was for me parking right. lots right. um i would go to any abandoned lots. place i don't want even people around right. me oh yeah no that was embarrassing that's even, why i would, wouldn't park on a lamp even strangers i didn't want around right. me i just wanted to be in and then you know it was great when we got smartphones yeah because then I'd sit in a place and I'd watch movies and I'd watch like TV <laughs> yep. and I, I would be like in heaven. Yeah, absolutely, dude. When the WWE Network came out, I was the happiest person yeah. in the world. I would go and get food and sit in my car all by myself and watch old 90s wrestling and not a care in the world. I'd just sit there. Yeah. 
And I think that's really what, what um, and I still have that. Like, I still want to, like, eat in my car. And I oh, still yeah. want to, like, every time I get my car, yeah. I have that urge to, like, pop off somewhere and just be like. Well, I think that, honestly, like, that speaks to something that I, I think is a big problem that happens in the in the weight loss space is there are people out there that will say it's possible to make those behaviors and those desires for those behaviors to go away. Right. And I honestly, I don't think that. I don't think we ever 100% eliminate cravings. I don't think we eliminate those old behaviors. No. I think what happens is we get better at acknowledging what they are for ourselves. Yes. And we build better mechanisms coping with them. I agree. We build better better skills at handling the situations that we normally would use those – those those tricks and things that so we would go to those behaviors. It, it's all about. But it doesn't mean that they go away. No, 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 they don't go away. Because I mean, and I, and I think for a while this is why I kind of got stuck. Um, I, I I I'm just coming out of like a year long plateau, and you know, like my my buddy who is John Z I mentioned before, he's a personal trainer, and you know he knows a little about nutrition, and he said at five eighty three. All you had to do is cut your foot a little bit and wiggle your feet, and you would have lost weight. I mean, that's really basically oh, what yeah. at that point. And it got to a point where I lost 200 pounds, and then I was kind of still eating the same calories and, and everything else, and I had the knee injury. and right. So things I really didn't reduce my calories. And then when COVID hit, what that part of the, the, the plateau was, I started trying to get creative with, with my food. Like, and it, You guys follow me on Instagram. You know that you know I like to make things look like it was. I don't know if I follow you. Well, if you, if you ever do follow me, go back. You really should check bit. out his page. Sometimes it it's good. But I do make food like that I would like, like chicken parm or pancakes, and I, I make a healthier version. Now, a lot of the times to get these things to that thing, you have to add a lot of stuff. Even though it's not points, mm-hmm. it's still calories. Right. So now if you notice, since I've been doing the – I've incorporated with, into my WW plan macro counting and calorie counting and intermittent fasting, my food is very – sometimes boring, mm-hmm. okay. so to speak. And I'm now coming to grips with and I'm trying to where food is my fuel. Yes. You know, to fuel me to that next thing. So right. my meal that I really get creative with is breakfast and everything else is just it's time to eat and, and I eat and I'm and I'm to tell you the truth, I, I'm not bored as as boring as it is, I'm not bored with it. Right. Because I, I like to see that scale go down and I, well, I like you, the you, you have a goal. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that's why it makes it easier and that's that's a big proponent as to why uh bariatric surgery worked for me in the long run because it, it actually like Anthony just said, it taught me that Food is fuel, and just like any fuel you put in your car, if you put bad fuel in your car, you put diesel in a gasoline car, it's not going to go. So yeah. it's not, you're not going to get to that end point. So it's not even about the food being boring. Once you take the, the, uh, the enjoyment – I never want to say you want to take enjoyment out of food, but once you take away that spectacular aura away – for a little bit, and you realize that you're really just you're eating this food so you can get through the rest of your day. Right. Yeah. Then it becomes you know a bit easier, it cuts that edge off a bit. And I think I think what the difference is, and, and the difference of perspective is, you know, and I, I think all three of us would say this: like we used to use food as entertainment. Right. Mm-hmm. Food was the fun. Yes. Food yes. Was the entertainment. There's a difference between that and between seeing food as fuel that can be enjoyed. And yeah. I think that's the perspective. Like, it's one of those things. Like, when I first started working with my coach, uh, who I actually now work with as a coach, he said to me in one of our first conversations that one of my goals for you is that I want you to start seeing food as fuel that can be enjoyed, not as enjoyment. And yeah. I laughed at him. And I said, buddy, I don't ever see that happening. Right. I don't ever think that will happen. And then probably about six or seven months in, I was having a conversation with someone on Instagram. And I said to them, 
you need to get to a place where you see food as fuel that can be enjoyed and not as your sense of enjoyment. And I immediately said to myself, God damn it, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> like now I now I'm saying it to other people. Yeah. Right? yeah like man. and I realize like I believe that. Like I honestly think I think it's okay to enjoy the taste of your food. Yes. But not to have food be the celebration. Like and that's something that I've come around to. Like you know, I don't mean to monopolize this point, but no. one of the things that like I think I've learned is really important is that like societies would not exist as they are right now if we didn't come together over food. Exactly. Like people came together well, in the beginning in tribes right. to yeah. find food. Like there's right. a primal instinct of sharing a meal. And there is something to be said about traditions where we share meals with our families. But there's a difference between sharing a meal with your family and focusing on that meal being the most important part of it. Well, it's the time with the people that's the most important. That's now what I've realized that I've made holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. But, you know, me and John, we grew up in, in Italian households yeah. where food is the celebration. And oh, yeah. food is the answer to everything. Like, birthday, it's your birthday. Here's lasagna. Right. And, I, and I came to, like, on my birthday, I'm like, I'm getting lasagna. Oh, right. yeah. Or your grand aunt died. We have to make that dish that she made forever because, you know, she's dead. We're never going to have yeah, it again. Yeah, and I knew for my birthday every year my grandma's was and – and I look forward to that on my birthday. More than presents at some some points was right. that I know that Sunday before my – either right before or after my birthday, my grandma's making lasagna. Yep. And that became like a big thing for me. And holidays are always about the food. What are we making? What are we doing? Right. So I then had to turn holidays, and I make it about – because I – this. Christmas and Thanksgiving, I will allow myself to enjoy the food that's there that day. And it's one day and it's over. Right. Because in the past, it was always like, well, it's until these leftovers are gone, right. it's a free-for-all. But like other holidays like Easter and, and things like that, it is about, and even well, Christmas is too, it's, it's about the people that are there. And it's about spending time with people that, you know, you care about. And, and it's about that. That To me, that's what Christmas is, is more about now. And, and even like those kind of holidays and like I said, I'm not using food to celebrate. I'm right. celebrating with people, and food's there. Mm -hmm. it just so happens, food made yeah. appearance. Yeah. And like you know, we did that. And even on weight loss journeys, we want to celebrate with food. Oh, I remember when I was a kid and I did WW. Um, the thing was like when my aunt was like, "Well, when you lose ten pounds, you and Uncle Joe should go have a donut together." Right. And it's in, you know, it's food celebratory. And I got to that, like, you know, everybody's like, what are you going to eat when you lose, uh, hit 200? That was the thing. What is the meal you're going to have? I'm like, right. no, I don't want a meal when I hit 200. Right. I've had my meals. Exactly. I actually bought an expensive cigar and I went and I smoked that cigar. And to me, that was my, by myself celebrating. Um, but when I lost weight the first time, back when I was in my twenties, when I hit 75, Taco Bell was my celebration. Okay. And I, and I think that's the difference now is that I'm not letting it be that, you know, that it's it's a celebratory thing where it's like, this is my reward. Right. Because I'm not an animal. I'm not going to, you know, oh, I sit course. and give me a treat. That's not, you know, that's not what's what's happening now. Um, and like, you know, again, this this trip here, like I wanted to make it about we're hanging out with Gormy. He's leaving. Yeah. Um, we're, we all know each other on Instagram. To me, it's not about food. It's about, you know, hanging out and uh, enjoy, you know, doing the podcast and other things like that. You know, it, but think about it, a couple of years ago, we could have had a real good time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah no, without a doubt. Well, without a I, shadow I of think, a doubt. like, that's one of the things, like, we – because that's a question I think we all get a lot is, like, so do you have cheat meals? When can I have a cheat right. meal? Like, I, I think it's this idea that, like – and, like, you, you started to hit on it, Anthony. Like, we don't ever earn food. No. no. We make choices about food. Exactly. And I think <laughs> there's also a point where, like – 
we're, you know, all at different places, like, you know, in terms of where we're at and our weight loss journeys and like have come through to different places, you know, kind of different points in our journey. Right. And so like, I feel like there's a point where I'm at this place now where if I want to eat something that's not keto and I'm choosing to eat it, I'm making a conscious choice to exactly. do it. Yeah. And I'm conscious of what the consequences of that choice are, how I'm going to feel the next day, all of those things. Yeah. And I can be okay with that. And it can be a moment that's worth it. And that's, that's the question that I throw out there a lot. Like, is that moment worth it? Because I, I, I have a client who very early on, like literally within probably four or five days of us starting working together, she said, okay, I'm running into a problem. Uh, one of my family parties is this weekend, the birthday party, and there's going to be cake at it. And it's a birthday, so I have to have cake. And I said, here's something I need you to remember. Cake is not going anywhere. Right. No, it's always be Cake around. will always be there. So is that cake from the supermarket Worth, I said. So I said. I, I literally said to her. I said, "Who's making the cake?" And she said, well, "We're getting it from the supermarket." I said, "So you're telling me that a supermarket sheet cake is worth you throwing away the progress you've made over the past four days? Is it?" No. And she said, "Well, you know, it's because we're supposed to have cake at at this party." And I said, "Well, let's think about this. Like, cake is always going to be there." Right. And I want you to think about what you want your choice to be. Like, this isn't your mother is making you a cake for your birthday. Yes. You know, from scratch that, you know, is the only one time a year this cake exists. You're never going to have it again. Because I, you know, I had that same conversation with my coach when we were talking about, like, what does maintenance mean for me and what does that look like? And I, because one of the things before COVID was I was planning to go to Europe this year. I was planning to go to Ireland and I was going to go to Paris because I wanted to go to Disneyland Paris. And I said to him. You know, one of the things I will probably do is if I stand in front of one of the best bakeries in the world in Paris and there I can go into the best bakery in the world and get a croissant, I'm doing I am going to yeah. go. I'm going to get a croissant. Oh, I, oh absolutely. Or if I went to Italy, I was going to have pasta. Like, right. Yes. Because those are experiences that are yep. different yeah. than me going into my kitchen and making a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Absolutely. Yeah, because like, you can always have that. Right. And it's, it's the fact that that food isn't going somewhere. Right. So if you're at a place where your goals are more important than those choices – let your goals be more important than those choices. Don't let anyone make you feel bad because you're not having cake at a birthday no. party. Don't let anyone make you feel bad because you're not having Aunt Zelda's creamed corn at Thanksgiving. Like right. you, and this is the thing that I think is really hard. No one hard. should dictate to you right. when or how you should eat because no. of a given circumstance. And, you have, and like honestly, like I've had to have the conversation with people where they say, "Well, you know, this person made this, so you should have some of this." And I said, "I was," and I just point blank said to them, "I was killing myself with food." And you want me to eat some of the food that I was killing myself with. That's more important <laughs> yeah, to you than, right. than that's what's most important to you about this event. That's, instead of that's me the being wrong there. thing there. And like for my birthday this year, it, came, it was right at the beginning of when I started doing like my cat macros and my, and my intermittent fasting and calorie counting. And I chose on my birthday not to have cake because one, I, I wanted to hit my targets. And two, it was after six o'clock when I stopped or seven o'clock when I stopped eating. So that weekend I chose not to do anything because I knew what what was more important to me was that when I stepped on the scale Monday, I wanted a loss because it was so long where I was struggling to even get a little bit of a loss. Right. right? So my mini goal that I gave myself was 210 down, which I'm at now because I, I was like, you know, when I hit 210 down, that if I have a week where I go up a couple of pounds, I'm, I'm it's not the end of the world. And right. it's, it's never the end of the world. But right. I that 200 mark was such a a glass ceiling for me. Like oh, yeah. I, I I hit it and then I couldn't get past it. And the furthest I got past it was like 202. Wow. So I wanted to be like, okay, if I get to 210, that if I have a week where the scale just doesn't want to cooperate with me, I'm still way above that 200 mark where I'm okay. Right. And I hit that. And to me, that means more to me than having a piece of cake. cake. 
Now, as much as I love Carvel cake, really, that's what you like? the whale. I love like I love the crunchies, the all vanilla with crunchies. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. But I know how much I love that. But guess what? Scully is going to be there. That Carvel, yeah. it's still there. Right. <laughs> it's still what I can go that? there whenever I want, and I can get it. I can get cake with crunchies. Now, if you know, it was back in the day as my mother's blueberry crumb. All right, we might be, right, we might right. have, oh, a, yeah. we might have a different. Right. Uh, well, the, way the famous it. question I have now, um, I haven't had a real slice of pizza from a pizzeria or anywhere like that in five years. Seventeen years. So, <laughs> five years. No. So, uh, oh no, oh no, yeah, he's, he's breaking my job. It's been eighty years. No, it's been five years. years. <laughs> so originally, when I when I started this this whole I'm not having pizza thing, the, the last slice of pizza that I had was. Um, two days before I had bariatric surgery. Now, one, I was not even supposed to eat then. Right. Right. I, if they would have found out, the whole surgery would have been absolutely canceled. Right. It's probably like uh, um, Jarps is eating pepperoni pizza in, in, in his car, in his, his, his sports car that Anthony can't fit in. But he, kidding. Really? You want to go there right now? We're going to go there. Tell the story. At the story, we'll tell you. Have just a tad of respect. Why I'm sorry. Can I go back now? Go ahead. All right, cool. So, so I decided. <laughs> I decided to have a, a pizza two days before my surgery, and I told myself, listen, this is going to be the last time that you have pizza for the foreseeable future, okay? Whether you like it or not, okay? I've never talked to myself like this before, ever. I had that man-to-man, heart-to-heart, like it's over. Um, originally, I had made the goal, uh, if you get down to 260, you know, you can have a slice of pizza. 260 came, and I was like, do I really need this slice of pizza? I've had pizza, you know, for the last 22, 23 years of my whole entire life. This pizza is not going anywhere. The pizzeria that I get the pizza is from, it's not going anywhere. I took the power away um, from it. Yeah, I took the absolute power away from the pizza. So 260 came. I didn't have the pizza. To this day, I still haven't had a real slice of pizza. Now, do I, you I, have a craving for it? Um, I have a craving for it. Originally, it was very hard to be around my family if they ordered in pizza. Okay. It was extremely hard to sit at the table or even be in the house. Now, they'll order pizza, and I'll have cauliflower pizza while they have regular pizza. Yeah, I'm the same or way I'll now. have Quest yeah. pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like, the urge isn't there. There was one point in time where I was like, oh, well, if I just eat the cheese off that slice of pizza, you know, it's just the cheese. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I never I never gave myself that, okay, you could do it. Because I knew if I said, okay, you could take the cheese off, well, then that little cheese off was going to be, oh, you can have a little bite of crust. Right. Or, you know, you could just fold it a little bit and have a little bite. No. So I took the power. Like you said, I took the power yeah. away from the pizza. I had enough of it. See, I, I do, like, I do um, not necessarily a cheat. Day, like, but I have on Mondays after I weigh in. If I want something, I have it. Right. And most of it I do. I, I just, but it's not to reward myself. It's just, you know what? It's just, I, I, and I track everything. It goes into my thing, and I know I have a week then. What do you to, use, my fitness pal? I use, well, WWM. I, I, double, I double track. You do? Yeah. yeah. I have no life. Yeah, this is basically what I Double tracker, huh? Double tracker. Double tracker. Well, I like to see. Charlie Beeps. I like to see also in the both apps, it kind of gave me an education on where I was going wrong. Right. Now, on WW, I'm on the green plan, and it gives me 70 points a day for my height, weight, my age, and everything else, 70 points a day. With the double tracking, I've realized I use 35, maybe 40. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is And that's because you're getting more precise measurement because you're putting it into MyFitnessPal? Not even that. No, I'm getting... I'm, I'm eating 1,800 calories a day, up to, up to 1,800 calories a day. Right. And I'm hitting a macro... Oh, and I'm hitting my macro goals but when those 1800 calories are up that's it like right. there's no right, more right. food coming in and it usually is anywhere from 30 to 40 points right so you still have a lot of points that you didn't use and if i was right. just doing that that's where i went wrong sometimes i'm like oh i can because people are always like 
we'll just eat higher point foods. I'm like, yeah, those higher point foods have more calories. More calories, right? They're more caloric. And I you know I've, I've talked about this more now in the open about how I how I feel that's where WW is a little more flawed, and that that maybe I know what you said, but I'm just. Listen, I'm... They were down, Big J. Sorry, sorry. I know... Listen, I love WW. I love It's a great program. It is. Well, I love the community. I love everything about it. It saved my life. Um, But in anything, there's there's flaws and there's there's things that could be different. And, you know, I am not blaming them for it. It's, you know, it got me to lose 200 pounds. Right. Now, in anything in life... The longer you do something, the harder it is to keep doing it. Right, of course. You know, like you look at athletes. Like you, you know, the thing for an athlete, the longer they they play, the more their body is not to that capability. But they have to then become a smarter, like Jordan, they always said, was a smarter player in his 30s and his 20s. And you saw that on the court. And believe me, my Knicks, I lived through that every year. And... So what what I'm thinking now I'm becoming a smarter at, more smart with weight loss, and it's not just about the physical and what I, you know just tracking a point. Right. I'm now trying to understand the science and the breakdown of the food I'm putting into my body for my long term health and my my, my long term weight loss goals. So that's where I think it's different, and I hope one day that WW doesn't incorporate macros into it because that'd be awesome. Oh, you're saying you hope they do? Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not enter a cat? Like, why right. not? put that as part of it why and i understand that they're, they're trying to be more of an overall wellness thing which i think is a great step because attacking the mindset which we talked about earlier was never there i mean when it was weight watchers it was just you know track your points and drink i your just water. feel like they don't supply enough knowledge to the consumer as to why a food is such and such points and what it will do to your body etc cetera, etc cetera. because i feel like a normal everyday 500 pound person is not hopping on you know WW to try to lose 300 pounds. Yeah, but you know what though? At, and I'm not bashing. I don't at, want you to think that I'm bashing. No, or but at, like at that. that weight, I didn't have. I, I it was enough for me just to right, of track my points. Right. Yeah. And I think when you're starting out, it it, it, it really enough, was. Yeah. It took everything for me to do that. Without a doubt. And then you know because I didn't start. And when I, even when I worked out the workouts, I did were more simple and everything like that. And as you go on, you have to add more things to it. But I, you know, I, I think in a perfect world, it would have every aspect of it because. I've taken the the best parts of every, all these programs that I've made it into my own. Right. And if that means that I'll never be an ambassador or whatever, you know, fine. Uh, that's not my, my goal. My goal is never to be an ambassador. Uh, my goal is to be healthy and be alive and be here, and I'll do whatever it takes to get that. I think that that's a way better goal than becoming an ambassador. Well, I mean, I I, I want to just tell – I would like to be an ambassador because I'd like to tell people how great this program, program. has saved of my course, life. Yeah. And, you know, Let your progress be, you know. My progress is my, you know, my page is public. Yeah. You want to see what I'm doing? Exactly. There, there it is. Podcast is public. It's, you know, there's other ways to get about it. But of course, I would, you know, I would just it's up. It was a goal of mine when I first started, I just to have that title because it was like maybe that they, you know just recognition. It was like they they like they go here. Thank you for, you know, taking our program and running seriously. With it. And yeah, yeah. So exactly. that's but you know again it is what it is and I move forward. Can I can I share something with you guys? Mm-hmm. Please do. Um. What did I have for dinner last night? I don't know. What did you have for dinner last night? I know what you had for dinner along tonight. along with what the, the conversation that, w- that you guys were just having. Ice cream cake? Ice cream cake? I had pizza. Did you? Like real pizza? I had real pizza. Really? What yeah. was that like? Um, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I thought you had skillet a, pizza. No, not last night. Oh. There's a pizza place in Providence that I will never ever see again. Go to yeah. again. So, Fellini's Pizza, uh, they're phenomenal. Oh. 
I've actually had some of their pizza on my journey, you know, along the way, like when I was testing, like, how do I handle stuff like that? And I know right. I can handle it. Oh, I and remember when you did that. It was one of those things where I was like, what do I want to have before I leave? I want to have another piece of pepperoni pizza from them. You know, I want yeah. that experience. So I had So how'd you go into it? You did, you gave yourself the, the leeway of having one slice, two slice. What did you? Um, I had two slices of pepperoni pizza and some chicken tenders. Very uh, cool. Chicken in the air fryer, like chicken breasts. Yeah. Like, cause I knew I needed more protein. You know, the pizza was going to be plenty I of fat and carbs. Totally get that um, as far as, like, never, never going to have something yeah, again. Yeah, I mean, like, it was just, like, it was, and for me in that moment, it was something I wanted to do. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, and you it knew- wasn't, I didn't sit in my car and eat pizza from a box, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I've done many, many times. Like, it was a conscious choice, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is something I'm going to do before right. I go. I had I had pizza a couple weeks ago on Monday after I, at the work one day. I'm like, you know what? I, I was, and I was, like, one of the things where I was, like, dying for it. And I went and I got two slices of pizza. And I like, the same thing. I didn't eat it in my car. I came home and ate it, like, at the table, yeah. with, you know, like a, like a normal person. <laughs> and I tracked it. And I weighed it. And it was my food. And that was, you know, that was it was it. a lot of points. It was almost 20 points for the two pieces what, of what pizza. What is it now? It goes by the gram. I weigh by the gram okay. always. Um, I weigh a lot of things by the gram. Me too. Not anymore. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it was almost 20 points of pizza. But, you know, I, I had it. <laughs> Yeah, I had it, and you know, it was, and that was it. And, and you know what? Honestly, it's it's never as good as you build it up in your head. Well, that that's also what my fear is of of stepping back into that zone and having yeah. pizza, pizza because my pizza was as good as I built it up to it? be. Oh, because it was, I feel it was like completely I, as good I, as I built it up to be. Oh, it was I delicious, it but it's no, like, I'm saying yeah. like you know, I had in my head. I don't know what it was going to take. It was going to be like the like the be all and end all. I'm like it's pizza, no, it's really it's good pizza. pizza. Yeah, and it's I may have cried a little bit. Did you? But you know what though? If it, if there's an attachment to it where I'm leaving. Like, you know, and here's the thing. I'm not just saying it because my brother's deli. My bro, well, Finn's deli, 4646, 46, my brother, Mass Pico. Um, available for takeout right now. Yeah. And Grubhub seems. Grubhub, everything. Grubhub. But my brother makes, and I'm not just saying it because he's my brother, he makes a phenomenal egg sandwich. Like, it's like. Is it? Hands down, it's one of the best egg sandwiches I ever had. And back when I was eating, like, you know, like a champ, I would, my, my dad used to call it the heart attack on the roll. Me and him used to get it. It was like, it was bacon, egg, sausage, ham. Salt for ketchup. Okay. It's amazing. It's if what cheese, kind of cheese do you like on your bacon, egg, and cheese? American. Bacon? I'm in for this. Go on. So, yeah. American cheese. Cheddar. Woo! Cheddar cheese. American Not cheese. on an egg sandwich. All the time. All right, you're Plain bagel, American cheese bacon, on a burger. sausage, better. egg, Nothing cheddar better. cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup on a, yeah. two plain bagels. Okay. Over easy egg with a slice of American cheese on top of it. Yeah. Nothing. It's, ama- it's amazing. American cheese Nothing goes with, with eggs. Um, I love cheddar. Don't get me wrong. Cheddar's better. Cheddar's for other things. Um, so if I, has its place. let's just say if I was leaving Long Island, um, should. and I wouldn't have my brother's deli for a while, right. I'm like, you know what? One for the road. And I, and I get that. And again, it's not using it to celebrate when I, no, when, when I, we're not contradicting ourselves yeah. or, or being hypocrites. Like you probably, people are like, Oh, look at them. They just say, it's not about that. Right. It's about, um, I'm not going to have this anymore. I want to have it. And, and, but we're at the point now where we can have it and walk away. And you're allowed to be a person. Yes, absolutely. You know, you're still a living, breathing, you know, organism that is going to want and need and 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 yearn for something. But at the same time, you have to be able to to know when it's oh the oh wow. Ah, there we go. Shout out to the deli. Shout out to Finn's Deli. Shout out to Finn's Deli Grubhub. Kevin seamless. says it's uh, definitely the best. I've had three sandwiches this week from his deli. There you go. Hey, there you go. I like it. That's awesome. Make sure you say Anthony's name at the door. They'll tell you to get out. Well, you can get a sandwich that's <laughs> I, actually named Anthony. Say. Yeah, the Uncle Cheese. You can get the Uncle Cheese, yeah. which is not the sandwich I wanted. Right. 47 slices of American cheese. <laughs> no. <laughs> on the, a poppy seed roll. The sandwich is hand-carved turkey, cheddar cheese, 
uh, avocado ranch dressing. Avocado ranch, not avocados and ranch. Avocados and ranch. Oh, okay. Now the sandwich I wanted was the sandwich I always got was which egg whites, grilled chicken, slow pepper ketchup on a whole wheat hero or a roll. Oh, that's I was like, it's boring, that's stupid, that's that's boring. boring. I, 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 I gotta be honest with you, I'm with your brother on that. Yeah, I'm with your brother. So when he finally gave me, I was just so happy I had a sandwich because right. it was like well, five years. You ate years. it now. You're famous. You have a sandwich made. Well, you don't have to do I'm anything anymore. I'm his brother, and like his friends have sandwiches. I understand his wife's got a sandwich. Well, I hope so. Obviously, because yeah. he has his wife. But then his friend's got sandwiches. I'm like, well, come on. And I'm like, he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, go give me a sandwich. Give me a sandwich. Where's it be? I say, well, this one, the one, the salt pepper with, with the... With Same the thing, I go in your deli and order every day. <laughs> he's like... Salt and pepper on a piece of wheat toast. He's like, it's gross. It's awful. gross and stupid. Nobody gets it. I'm like, well, you, I said, his friend Mike has... I'm like, Mike has... Yeah, Mike's a meathead. He eats chicken and eggs all the time. Yeah. It's stupid. Nobody's going to buy it. <laughs> so I'm like... Oh. So and I want to hear a live recording of your brother to see if that's an accurate impression. It's spot on. Spot on. Spot Balls on. on accurate. He no, he's more alive. But when he talks to me, he's like, oh, what's going on? Hey. So, but no, he's very friendly. You go into the deli, he's very friendly. No, he sounds he sounds like a peach. He is. Well, D Domenico's are very friendly people. I was trying to give you a peach, no, they're not. peach pit reference. Well, there. maybe they are. He's peach not. Pit. I was trying to give you. A uh, peach I missed pit. it. I, I missed was it. To set that up for you. As always, my I don't. I missed the. I missed the setup. <laughs> I missed the punch then. But no, like I was saying, it's so it's it's important to to celebrate to celebrate not necessarily the food, but like you're kind of celebrating leaving Providence. So this is the, your home, and you're you're going to start getting a, a new chapter. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with giving well, yourself mean, a little pat on the back and giving I, yourself what you I want. I don't want to rant for a second, rant baby. But there's literally no good pizza in California. I, I have probably I, not. I lived in California at over 500 pounds. Oh, I believe it. There is no good yeah. pizza so in your in prime California. when you're like prime I was eating. in my food prime. <laughs> yeah. I remember here this is what <laughs> the two of you will enjoy. You're this. like 92 Jordan. So <laughs> I I my my friends in California in, in Long Beach said one night, you know, we're going to take you to the best Italian restaurant oh, please in this don't. area. We're going to go and they have the best food. They have the best Italian food. They have this dish, this special. It is it's primo Italian Bernardini. food. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was pumped. I was like, I'm an East Coast guy, you know. I'm, you know, I may be Irish, but like Italian food runs through yeah. my veins. Was the name of restaurant like, Mamma Mia's? Yeah, no, it's always usually that like yeah. it's like, hey, no, Uncle Dino's. So we go in, and they're like, you know, the specialty they're known for is this. It's 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 primo Italian food. It's called the Chambord Chicken, and what it is is chicken. In a sauce made with Chambord liqueur, which, if anyone knows, tastes like a, a grape soda. Yeah. And literally, they all ordered chicken drenched in Chambord liqueur as the primo Italian. And I was like, uh, well, do they have chicken parm or veal parm? <laughs> oh, no, they don't have that. But we have, we have chicken Chambord. Do they have? Uh... They had a lasagna. That was like it, sound, it was very <laughs> weird. It was it was all and I literally I kind of I pouted. I was like, "This is not Italian food." I'm I'm not. I'm really mad. I'm really not. Do you guys? You, you don't even make your pasta here. Okay. Um, yeah. It's got red lentils in it. Well, and then <laughs> I, I, I was I was I was I was complaining. Oh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a hard had one to come back from. I I was complaining about not having good pizza, and one of my friends said, "No, we'll order pizza tonight. It's gonna be great." And we ordered Papa John's. Oh, my God. And I was like, Take me home. I hate this it is the best pizza. And then I will say, eventually I found in Ocean Beach, which is where I'm moving in San Diego, there was a place on Newport, at Newport, there, Newport yeah. Street called New York's New York Pizza. And they had actual New York-style pizza. And I think I wept when I had like, it. Like, yes. honestly, 
I was like, it was probably two o'clock in the morning. We had closed the bars. They were open to like three. I was literally like, (laughs) I want a piece of this and a piece of that and a piece of this and a piece of that and a piece of this and a piece of that. And like, I sat there with this like tray. Like, my friends are all having like one piece of pizza, and I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Time to play the game. And time to play the game. They're not open anymore. So, like, that's that. That is not there. So, the, the possibility of getting good pizza is out of my life. So, I literally was like, I'm just I'm gonna have good pizza one more time so I remember go. what it's like. So when I have to tell the children about it after the <laughs> when the when the, the apocalypse that is our country <laughs> comes to a close nuke. when we're when we're all eating MREs that we recover <laughs> yeah. from an underground base that wasn't irradiated, then I will say in my day we used to actually put the tomato sauce on a slice of thin cracker like <laughs> bread with some cheese. No, no, it was not it was not the American cheese that I've told you about before. That had other purposes. There's a thing called mozzarella. But I, I will say also, like, now this makes... Like sm- uh, smoked mozzarella, by the way. Do we like smoked I do, and yeah. I act, I tried to buy some of that for the, the fresh mozzarella we had yes. mozzarella we had tonight. Very good. They smoke it, so it's fresh smoked mozzarella. It's amazing. Yeah, try to say the name of the I cheese. I don't... I don't I'm going gonna, gonna to screw it what up. Kind of cheese? Kind of Mots. Cheese? No. Mots. Moots. <laughs> Mootsa. What do you put on lasagna? What's it out? What do I put on lasagna? Yeah, okay. I put fresh ricotta. Oh, ricotta. See, ricotta. I, put, I put ricotta on it. That's, ricotta yeah, on I put ricotta it? on it. That's what I put on it. You like manicotti? <laughs> I'm going to beat you all with a sack of potatoes. That's ah, what my people can do. Can I have some of that capicola? Capicola? I thought this was going <laughs> to... So when we I pulled knew, up here... I knew the Irish Gormy, Italian sub- summit was going to be Gormy bad. told me that the state appetizer here is fried calamari, and everyone likes to go into the restaurants over here and order the calamari. With hot pepper good. rings and marinara to dip it in. Oh, yeah. some marinara? We're going to get in the, the car. Marinara. We're going to get the car. We're going to go gonna over the to, to, to the park in the bar, and we're going to have some calamari. Have a couple of beers. Want some beers? Some oh, Sam Adams. Can I get a Sam Adams and calamari? <laughs> you got any fresh mozzarella back there? You got mozzarella? I want to have it with my Sam Adams Oktoberfest. You yeah, it's, it's, it's September. Oktoberfest is done. They're moving on to Sam Summer already around here, probably. They're coming back around. They loop around very fast yeah, with I know. the Sam. The Sam disappears very fast. Well, it's, it's, a, it's I delicious. was a Guinness guy when I drank. All right. Were you? I haven't had a drink in. Gormby's having a drink tonight. I'm I haven't had film a drink in. Two years and nine months. It's ended tonight, boys. Right. That ends tonight for Gorman. That happens. I'm going to be on the floor, probably. I said a drink. One, a we're drink. Having, we're having, I'm having a tequila. Having You're going to have a drink. I don't I'm know what they're drinking. I'm going to put my sunglasses on. I'm going to order a tequila Cuts. on the rocks. Cuts. Hey, Cuzzy. Cuzzy. I'm going to go I love these sunglasses he wears. I'll give you guys a watch on Facebook Live. Boom. Let me get a tequila on the rocks. Patron Silver, if you got it. If not, what about a tequila? Give him the other bar to go. We're gonna go somewhere else. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we're gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you to drop me and Anthony off, so because we want to walk a little more to the bar. Oh, you're gonna walk. Yeah, you're gonna get those steps in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go back to the hotel room. Well, we actually have to wrap this fun up. Believe it or not, it's, we do. Uh, yeah, do we? Been over, yeah, it's been over now. A little over really? now. Yeah. Oh, Anthony's got this strict sixty minute rule. Not sixty minutes, but people, you know, we, we also, you know, want to go to uh, to the to the to the cigar bar it's and Saturday and, uh, night. They have lives. These people watching. It was uh, it was a lot of fun doing this. It's probably the last time we're going to do this for a while. You yeah. know, if you're uh, you're going to San Diego, and I'm glad we got the chance to sit here and chop it up. Oh, for this a little was bit. awesome. For I had sure. a really good time. Me too, Gormy. Good luck in San Diego, man. Yeah, Gormy. Thanks please, so much, guys. I'm, I'm glad you were able to to 
get up here. And uh, big shout out to the Gormans for opening up their house for Seriously, us tonight. Yeah. We had dinner with uh, Gormy's parents, which was a lot of fun. Gormy yeah. is as good as a chef as he shows himself to be on Instagram. I will say that. He whips up a mean steak. Um, Smell delicious. It was delicious. Anthony had some <laughs> some Tupperware baked chicken, which also looked delicious, and a and a baggie of prunes. We determined. Yes, they were grapes. They, they were prunes. They're moon, no, they moon drop grapes. Yeah, moon sure drop out of your ass. They were grapes. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're waiting for the after effects of the prunes. I'm Something's fine. definitely going to drop. Got an iron stomach. I'm Italian. Something's going to drop. Italian stomach. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for watching on Facebook Live, and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Well, there you have it, everybody. That episode was a blast to record. I want to thank John, JRP's Journey, and Gourmet, Gourmet Goes Keto, for letting us record that podcast. And you can listen to it on their podcast, too, the Accountability Podcast and the Fat Guy Forum. Definitely check those out as well. This was episode 138 of the WW Bro Podcast. You can follow the podcast at www.bropodbean.com as well as on iTunes. Please, five-star rate and review. I love reading those reviews and sharing them with the world. You'll see them on social media. I brag about you guys because you're awesome. You can follow me on Instagram at ComicAnthonyD and the podcast at Podcast. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Definitely check it out on iTunes and his new band, Demon Scar. He just put out an album. Download that. Give it a listen. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich there is out there. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. It was one of my favorites to record. And Gourmet, good luck in San Diego, buddy. San Diego's getting a good one. I'll talk to everybody next week. <laughs>